never know. This is your last chance. No beating around the bush. Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. This is the Redefined Relentless Podcast. Before we get into this podcast episode, I just wanted to say I would greatly appreciate if you leave a review on this podcast and as well as turn your bell notifications on so whenever I drop a podcast episode in the future, you know exactly when it comes out. Thank you and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome back to Redefine Relentless. Today, we're going to be talking about The Go-Giver, which is a little story about a powerful business idea, and this is by Bob Berg and John David Mann. Now, let's jump into this. The The main focus within this, this book was to give. It was so simple straight up, and it was so it's so much simpler said than done, right? We always have the mindset, what's in it for me? That's how our minds think whenever we come across situations. It's what's in it for me? What am I gaining from this? If I don't really gain a whole lot from it, I don't really want anything to deal with it. But let me tell you why that's the wrong mindset in really reading this book. And even beforehand, I tried and attempted and I've seen within my life it it really changing. Once you give, just good karma comes your way and how it works. But we're going to be breaking it down with five laws of stratospheric success, which I'll get to in a second. Now, I'm going to talk about some advice I got right from the get-go of the book. You can't go in two directions at once. Trying to be successful with making money as your goal is like trying to travel at a super highway speed, which is 70 miles an hour, and your eyes are glued to the rear view mirror. It does not work. Successful people keep their focus on what they're giving and sharing. And that's what creates their success. Now, of course, there's an argument, well, Hunter, you know, there's some people that haven't done that, blah, blah, blah. It's possible. But your odds exponentially go up once you give. And that's how you create a business. You create value. You're, you're giving a service or a product to someone in which they, they like or love. And you have to create value of that or you're going to go bankrupt. No one likes your product, right? You have to be giving and sharing. So what you focus on is what you get. So there was a really good um, passage in this book I like that I'll like to share. Um, go looking for people to take advantage of you and you'll you'll find them. Go see the world as a dog-eat-dog place and you'll go find a bigger dog that's looking to eat you as its next meal. Go looking for the best people that are amazing, they're talented, they're genuine, they're empathetic, they're just good overall people and you'll most likely find them. Ultimately, the world treats you more or less the way you expect it to treat you. So that was a really good passage I liked in the book. Uh, now, again, that's a mindset. Obviously, bad stuff happens every day. You know, there's some things that happen to you. It's like, well, I wasn't looking to do that. But it's the genuine mindset to have. It's like, you know, have negative thoughts and you're going to be like negative. You're going to be sad. Have positive thoughts. and You're going to be positive. You're going to be energetic. You're going to love what you do. It's, it's transparent in, in our mindset. You must apply each of these laws in order for you to really learn it, which is the five laws of stratospheric success, which we'll get to in just a second. About to share it. You want – so in this, there's a story along this, and I'm not going to really share a whole lot um, because I'm focusing more on uh, the knowledge that's pulled from it rather than the story. The story helps it make it a lot more memorable um, but this guy is looking for advice and what come to find out this like 
multimillionaire that's just retired now. Um, this guy that's relatively new out of college, he finally, he's trying to look for someone uh, to help him with an account or something. Um, and he's really struggling in his job to like become successful. And he comes to this millionaire guy um, and then he actually like sits down with him and he's a really well-known guy. And he's like, how did I even get this? And he's like, well, most people are willing millionaires or CEOs or successful people in any realm that you, what you define success as, because it's in the dictionary success, but we all define it in a different way. Um, whether it be love, companionship, money, uh, your influence, your impact in the world, success can be defined in a lot of ways. That's up for you to decide. And um, this, this older guy, said, I'm going to help you, but you have to apply these laws, and which were the five laws of stratospheric success. And uh, he was like, well, I don't want to waste your time, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, you don't have the power to waste my time, this older multimillionaire guy said, because I choose to help you. It's with what you do with your time, with what you wasted. I know I'm giving to you, so I feel good. And that was kind of the viewpoint um, that this, this guy had. So uh, another, um, so let's get into the five laws of stratospheric success. I'm gonna I'm gonna name the five, and then I'm gonna go back, name them, and kind of define them, and then we'll break them down a little bit further more. So the five laws of stratospheric success: number one, the law of value; number two, the law of compensation; number three, the law of influence; number four, the law of authenticity; number five, the law of receptivity. So number one, the law of value, it's your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. So it's that gap between the, what someone pays you and how much they feel like your service is worth. That's your value, right? And then number two, the law of compensation, your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. That is huge. Law. This is how you get paid in any of your jobs. This is the equation. So really listen up. These laws are like really influential. And I've never read, I've never heard of this in any other book. This is why it's such a good book. Law of compensation. I'm going to say this one again because I really like it. Your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. It sounds so simple, right? But we don't think about it, nor do we a whole lot apply it. And I, I mean, I, I'm really thinking about that now after reading this book. Number three, the law of influence. Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. First, you think about the other person first. We'll break that down in a second. The law of authenticity. The most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. Number five, the law of receptivity. The key to effectively giving is to stay open in receiving. Mm, I love this so much. Okay, so the the law of value we'll kind of jump into and some of the things I found in the book. Um, you know, this is a side note. Appearances are deceiving. Truth is um, that they nearly always are. Multimillionaires and billionaires, the true successful people don't aren't driving the cars you think they drive. Listen to my podcast. Um, oh, the study of multi... How, your next door neighbor. Next door neighbor. Um, yes, your next door neighbor, and it talks about this millionaire that like that what the average millionaire does and all this stuff. Really good statistics to show you that like the average millionaire drives an F-150, if you didn't know. So you're thinking like they're driving Lamborghinis, they're driving this. The people that are showing they have money usually don't have the money. And the people that aren't showing that they have money usually have the money. 
uh, and you'll never know. It's just an average Joe you think you would know, but they're rich for a reason. They're smart with their money. They have wealth. They're not rich. And um, that's a whole, but there are some people, you know, that drive flashy cars that have a, a lot of money, of course, but it's a very small fraction of a percent. I'd highly recommend listening to the Dave Ramsey podcast as well. But back into it with the the law of value, right? Um, so the, the law of value, so the payment, the difference between the payment and the value you give is really what your worth is. And then another within this chapter, uh, the law of value, I found a really good part I'd like to share. And people do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust. So having network is very important. And then let's jump into the other, oh wait, this was a lot. So um, again, that worth, I think the value really stands for it. I'm not going to go too much more in depth with it. Um, So you give, 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 give. Why? Because you love to. It's not a strategy. It's a way of life. This isn't to uh, boast about, um, you know, I'm giving blah, 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 blah. Like, what am I, when am I going to receive? This isn't a strategy. This, I mean, it is in a way, shape or form, but the book describes it as like, you feel good when you're giving and good things tend to happen when you give. So the law of compensation, again, your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. In other words, your potential success is how much you could earn. But The second law, which is what we're talking about now, is determines how much you actually earn. Your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. This is how much you do earn, and that's the reason why you earn it. It's because it's how many people you serve and how well you serve them. Put it, or to put it in other words, your compensation is directly proportional to how many lives you touch. So, like, um, See, like Disney, they touch a lot of people's lives and they do it in a very emotional way. They're very strategic with what they do. They make a lot of money. And that's not to say, you know, these smaller businesses that touch it. Well, how are they not growing? It's it's on the scale of how many people they're touching. And it goes back to the law of value. It's how much value they give and the payment they take, the difference between the two, how big is it? And that's how they grow. Obviously, you can't go in loss. You can't charge zero for dollars. That's a, the obvious statement there. Um, so you have to have an equal value, but a good gap between the value and your the payment that you ask of your customers. So within the law of compensation, it's not... It's not a question of their value. It's a question of their impact. If you want to be more successful, find a way to serve more people. It's literally that simple. Find a way to serve more people. Everyone can be successful because anybody can give. In a, a little part I liked in the end of this chapter, it didn't really focus on the law of compensation, was the fact of being broke and being rich are both decisions. What you focus on is what you get. I really like. And another side note that I found a really good part in the book is that um, there are three universal reasons why you're working, surviving, saving, and serve. 
surviving, you were trying to meet your basic needs to live, right? Save to go beyond your needs, basic needs, and expand your life. And then serve to make a contribution to the world around you. Now let's talk about the third law, the law of influence, right? Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. You need to know how to develop a network is also an important thing because with being expansive and trying to build something, you have to have people to lean back on, but you also have to give to these people because they know you have value. And it's like a, it's not a, I scratch their back, they scratch my back type of, it's a different mindset. And I'm going to explain that here in a second. And when I talk about network, I, I mean a people who, you know, that, like you and trust you and they have to know you obviously they they might never buy a thing from you but they'll always have you on the back of their minds they are your army of personal walking ambassadors in a way shape or form and do you want to know what makes that happen stop keeping score always look for the solution where you both come out ahead not just what's in it for me. We always have on the back of our minds, what's in what's in it for me? What, what do I want? Stop thinking about that. And I know sometimes, you know, it's hard. Like uh, we can't just, you know, give infinitely and, um, you know, and be broke. We can't volunteer. We have to feed. There's, there's still a survival saving and making an impact, right? That's what we're trying to do, in, which is serve. Um, so that's still understanding. There's a teeter-totter. You, you keep scoring a way, shape, or form a little bit. I understand that, but it's the mindset. Stop keeping score. Well, I did this for you. You got to do this for me type of thing. When you base your, re- this is, okay, listen up, because this is, wh- I, this is probably one of my favorite quotes in all the books, in this whole book. When you base your relationships in business or anywhere else on, in life, on who owes you what, that's not a friend, that's a creditor. Watch out for the other guys. Watch out for his or her interests. Watch their back. Forget about 50-50. 50-50 is a losing proposition. The only winning proposition is 100%. Make your win about other people. Go after what they want. Forget win-win. Focus on the other person's win. Focus on the other person's win. And that is the law of influence. Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. If you place the other person's interests first, your interests will be taken care of. Always. It states always will. Some people call it enlightenment self-interest. What's enlightenment self-interest? If you place other person's interests first, your interests get taken care of. That's enlightened self-interest. So let me ask you a question. If you asked most people what creates influence, what do you think they'll say? Probably most were going to say money is what creates the most influence. But those things do not create influence. Influence creates them. That was a different thing I, I, I found in the book. I was like, what? Like people think it's influence, like money influence is the influence, but money doesn't, it, it basically persuades them. It, they're being controlled by money in order to do what they do. 
they're not just giving, they're being controlled by something, which is a different perspective than something I've heard in the from what I've heard in the past. And I want to emphasize the main characteristic of this book. You have to love to give. That's why people are attractive and givers attract. That's how you get a better network. I'm constantly on LinkedIn. I'm asking people like, seriously, let me know if there's anything I can help with. Most of the time, they're not hitting me up 24 hours a day, right? Just whenever I can help, I help. And like in my Or Fellowship group chat, it's like, yo, I would, and I was reading this book and then I was like, I, I have to ask, I have to let people know. I've, I've worked on cars. I'm not a mechanic, but you know, I know simple things. I know how to save money with cars. And I just put it out there in our big group chat. And I was like, hey, if anyone ever has trouble with cars, come to me. Let's talk about it. I want to give you the best. I want to make sure you get the best deal um, and all this different stuff. Was I thinking about myself in that? No, I wasn't. And then like we have a pitch competition coming up. I'm going to be performing in that. You guys know from the active listeners, I've been here for a while. I'm the CEO of Simpler Living and I have a lot. I've won top CEO, uh, global pitch contestant, um, best business plan of the year. I've done a bunch of stuff and I know what works well, what doesn't work well. I've learned a lot from that. I've talked to a bunch of people. I've had CEOs on the podcast. I've read a lot of books. I have a lot to offer. So I, I was like, hey, if you, if any of you need help, please come to me. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking about what's my interest in this. I'm thinking about how I can help others. I'm giving to them because then I have a lot more people coming in. I'm mentoring um, Caleb, this this guy that's a senior at uh, Ball State University. He's starting his own podcast. Well, he's a competitor. No, he's not. No, no, I'm helping him. I'm helping him. See, good things happen and they've happened to me. I gained a mentor from giving. That's really amazing guy. He's been a CEO of his company for 20 plus years, super successful. And I'm learning from him. It's like once you once you give, you get a lot more, but you don't ever look at it like, oh, since I helped you, you need to help me. That's the wrong mindset to have. Now, the law of authenticity. The most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. So there's a part in this book that I'm going to share now. These lessons don't only apply to business. It genuinely is for good business principles, but it also applies anywhere in life. That's your friendship, your marriages, anywhere. It, it's keeping this balance sheet in balance using these laws. That's, that's, a, that's a very high key note to take away is that all these laws, although it talks about business, it's definitely about your marriage, whatever, your relationships, your friendships, uh, people talking, making connections. This is everything. This That's why this book is so amazing with a go. So within the law of authenticity, the most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. Now, what does that mean? Your network, right? You, in in your, your knowledge. It's not who you, it's not what you know. It's who you know, but how do you know who to know if you don't know what you know? Boom. I love that. If I die, I want that to be my quote, by the way. Um, whenever that happens, I, I have that quote because everyone talks about, um, you know, network, but you don't know who, who to know if you don't know what you know, and you can, you can talk to the wrong people all of your life um, and be in the wrong group, and you think it's who you need to know, but how would you know who to know if you didn't know what you know? Um, a little bit of a tongue twister, but I, I love, full disclosure, I did not find that quote anywhere in a book or anything like that. It just was a, on the fly a couple episodes ago I came up with. But with the law of authenticity, you're bringing a network with you. You're bringing a different perspective, a different frame of uh, of thinking, which you add value, whether you believe it or not. You excel by adding value. If you need money, add value. If you need a lot of money, add a lot of value. 
And so there was this like story of this lady. She couldn't make a sell on a house. And this entire time she's like, I, I don't understand. And then she was like, all right, no one's going to buy this house. And then this person called, Hey, I'd like to see it. And she's like, yeah, she's not, I know this person's not going to buy it because like uh, it's, it's way too high of a price, blah, 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 blah. And so she, she learned all these closing techniques. She let it all go. She's like, I'm not, I'm not even going to try to like close it super hard, but she became fully authentic. She became herself. She ditched away all this, this teaching that made her a robot. And she became this authenticity of a person, authentic. Um, and, and from that, she actually ended up closing her deal. And she was like, this entire time, it was myself and, and me being personable with that person. Reaching any goal you set takes 10% of specific knowledge or technical skills, 10% max. The other 90% is people skills. That's why you have to bring yourself. You can't be a robot in everything you're talking with. You have to bring your personality in. And that's what people cling on to. That's what they attach. They attach that energy. They, they love that energy. And that's why you have to be authentic with yourself in being yourself. That's one of my best advice I gave to people that were asking me, hey, I'm interviewing with Or Fellowship. Um, what's advice you have? Be authentic. Be yourself. And, and try to make that connection, that personal connection. The most valuable offer you have of a gift is yourself to others. And another side note that I found that's really good that I want to share, you, you just must love what you do. You love talking to people, asking them questions, learning all about them, finding ways you can help them, serve them, fill a need, share a resource. Because, and that's 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 literally closing out the law of authenticity and in, in giving the gift as in yourself and the network you bring. And I'm gonna restate this because it was so good. The law of authenticity, the fourth one we're talking about is you just love what you do. You have to be passionate about what you do because you can't bring this energy. You can't make it up. Sure, on some days you can and you can make money. Trust me, it's passion. And I've heard it again and again from CEO, from you know books, everything. It's passion, 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 passion. You must love what you do. You love talking about it, about this idea of this form of business, whatever you got, or you being a doctor doesn't matter. It applies everywhere in life. You have to love talking to people within this industry, asking them questions, learning all about them, learning all about this person. Again, it's them. Think about what's in their best interest in this conversation. Learn about them again, reinstating that. Finding ways you can help them, then serve them, fill a need, and share a resource, and things tend to work out really well. Really take that away because it's worked tenfold for me. No cap. No cap at all. Seriously. Like when you listen and think about how can I help them, things just always work well. I've been sending people these LinkedIn messages. It's like um, the founder and the CEO of Cohatch. I, I gave him some ideas. I said, hey, I connected two people together. I was like, hey, you should check out this place, uh, whether he does it or not, because they do really cool technology builds. And that's what it's like a really cool um, ad. I think it would be to the Cohatches, which is this company that's just growing like crazy. It's co-working space, basically an amplified co uh, a Starbucks, sorry, amplified Starbucks, like of an environment, but it's like a bunch of different people work here. You have free, like you're kind of a freelancer. You can go to, once you get a pass, uh, and you pay like per month, you can go to any any of the locations. And there's a lot of benefits. There's free beer vending machines. 
it's a very interesting setup and it's very unique value proposition that they offer. And I, I was thinking about how can I help this this the CEO of this this company to stand out and to, in the future, I'm not looking to get anything from him, but it's just nice to have within the network. So how and to connect him and I really well was to like help him and not think about how he can help me. So I sent him this contact and I said, hey, this I think this would be a really big help for you. And then there's also, um, you know, people I'm like, just giving them motivation throughout the day as well. Hey, how are you doing with this? Remembering things and trying to re- be memorable by all people, which is to give them advice. Hey, how is this going? I'm questioning them, learning more about them, and then giving them advice, like my my two cents of whatever that's worth. Um, but I'm always looking what's in best interest for people, and it works out tenfold, literally. The last law that we'll be talking about is the law of receptivity which is the key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving. And there's a famous saying that I liked in this book was, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force him to take the water you offer. That's the last law, which is receptivity. You have to receive after helping, you know, after you've helped someone to let them feel that way, right? Because who are we to give away like what they could have felt, like how we felt giving them. We feel really good when we give. That's just how things go when we give. Now, there's a there's a certain equilibrium where we can give too much of this person and all they do is give and they all they do is take that person and they never give back and they're always in it for their self-interest. And I want to be very clear about this. That is not what I'm saying. Like you don't want to be in that type of relationship, whether it's a business, whatever. You don't want to just give and then they do all they do is take, and that's it. Um, that will never be a successful relationship. And this book says stay away from that um, as well. Um, it's it's understanding that once you give and like help people out here and there, the things just work well, right? If you don't let yourself receive, you're refusing the gifts of others, and you'll shut down the flow of this give this give relationship. You both want to give, right? And that's the people you want to be around. So that closes out the law of receptivity. So. To recap, the five laws are the law of value, the law of compensation, the law of influence, the law of authenticity, and the law of receptivity. And all those laws are the five laws of stratospheric success. Another thing before we're closing out, at the end of the book, it was like the full circle bringing it all together. The point is not what you do, not what you accomplish, but it's who you are. And to, to finish it out, it was it was basically this guy, he was trying to close this deal and he didn't close it, but it all came back full circle and everything worked actually exponentially well. And he was like now the top seller because like he gave so much. Um, good things happen when you give. And again, reinstating that, of course, there's going to be relationships out there where it feels like you're giving too much and that's not a relationship you should be in, uh, business and whatever form. All you do is give. You give, 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 give. And all they do is take, 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 take the entire time. That's not something you want to be in. Um, I've had that before and it's like you have to cut ties with that. Um, That's not a relationship that you need to be in. Um, But it's understanding sometimes, although they can't give right now back to you, they can give to you in the future. Um, You know, if you try to go to them for advice and like, you know, um, they're like, "Ah, I don't have time for you or something like that, then okay, that's kind of BS. Um, there's different situations and it's up to you to decide after learning these five laws of stratospheric success, but they can be applied not only in business, but in personal life as well. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Let is cue the outro. This has been the Redefine Relentless Podcast.
catch you guys later. And that's the last you saw of them. You got it? Yeah.